my guys. What's good? My guys. Could be girls listening to. Yes, girls. sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Girls and guys. Girls and guys. Saints and names like uh, Preston and Jackie Hill Perry oh, said. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. a good one. No, I like that. We got to come up with our own. Man. Yes, sir. Well, hey, guys. My name is Gage. I'm Devin. All right. And uh, welcome to the Immersed Podcast. Okay. We are here. Man, I'm excited. This is I good. know. Um, in this podcast, we get immersed in the Word of God to help break down popular topics through our biblical perspective that will help to disciple the body of Christ. Yes, sir. Yeah. So we're really excited about this. I mean, we got the mics. The Lord uh, how, like really took care of us in the sense of helping us get this. Um, I mean, from the laptop to the mics to, I mean, everything that we have now, we give all him. We give all the glory to him. You yeah. Know? And uh, it took a while, man. I mean, last night we was up. For a good amount of time, trying to get this all together. Oh, and it's yeah. funny as I'm looking at you because they're like right across the table. I know. <laughs> but it's funny, though, man. And it's been good. You know, the Lord, like he was saying, the Lord has definitely provided all this. Um, I'm a big podcast listener. I love Real Christianity by Dale and Veronica Partridge. Uh, I think they live in like Oregon. Mm-hmm. Just a uh, country living folk. He's a pastor, uh, planted a home church, but their podcast is amazing. Definitely definitely has helped my faith also listen of course to 30 minutes with the Perry's uh do you listen to much podcast yeah I listen to a few there, there's one that I saw not too long ago it was like love and relationships uh I, I think she was like a, a psychologist like she was also like a psych, psych psychiatrist or oh yeah or I don't know what that is <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she was like basically helping to break down like the the, the topics that are, don't really get touched too much in the faith which is like sex healthy dating relationships and stuff like that. At some point, we're going to be talking about those topics as well on the yes, podcast, um, which is uh, one place that I burn for, you know, because um, I've had some crazy stuff happen in the past. Um, yeah. And so. Devin has as well, you know, and I'd probably say that uh, like another thing that I love about podcasting is you can go back uh, like some churches, they'll have their podcasts. You can pick up their uh, their sermons and mm. it's just a great discipleship aspect of it, you know. Um, you could be on the go and, and whatnot, and I've been touched very dearly from from podcasting in my own relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And so I'd probably say this is maybe the one of the main goals of this podcast is to help to be a discipleship uh, type of podcast where people can actually come on, um, get those type of uh, uh, those those topics that are popular, mm-hmm. and then being able to get a biblical perspective. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. So let the people know, man. How did you? Uh, how did this come about? How did we get into podcasting? Right. Yeah, so uh, I had a friend of mine. Actually, me and Devin have both uh, have done ministry with a friend of ours, and he hit us up randomly. You want to give a shout out to, to, to oh, brother? Oh my man! Brad? Yeah, I give should. Sh- I probably <laughs> prophet Brad. <I'm> just <laughs> <laughs> brother Brad, bro. But yeah, uh, our man Bradley Evans. Uh, he's a real good friend. I'd probably say I think probably for me and you. I mm-hmm. mean. I, he's probably one of the guys I've seen like really fight for people's destiny, like for them to walk in the Lord. I mean, yeah. just a great man. Yeah. Um, and so me and Dev, we were just hanging out, like we were actually together. And then he hit us up and he was like, Hey man, like feeling, feeling from the Lord for, uh, for you guys that I, have you guys ever thought about like starting a podcast? Mm-hmm. And so, um, that's where that started. And then it kind of came into a place of, huh, you know what? I mean, just going yeah. by faith. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of going by faith. Literally just going by faith and being like, I, I want to help disciple people. I want to, uh, uh, you know, give the, like get the word out there. Exactly. Really. Exactly. Yeah. And it's cool because it's funny. Like I've I've always been a pretty tech savvy guy. I always been. I mean, I used to do YouTube back in the day. Like if y'all want to, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm not going to tell y'all to go check that out. But I used to do YouTube back in the day. So I always been like down to do stuff like this and stuff like that. And I always wanted to do like a podcast. But I think just because of like who I am, I always wait for like the 
perfect timing, quote unquote, which is never, it's never, you never yeah, really exactly. get the perfect timing to do things never. like this. You kind of just have to do it by like an act of faith. So it's funny that now that like walking with the Lord, like he's given me the faith to really do stuff like this. So this is really like out of my comfort zone, but I'm happy to be doing it because I've always wanted to do it and praise God that I'm doing it for his glory. You know what I mean? Amen. Amen. Yeah. Because if it's not coming for his glory, then really it loses meaning, you know? Yeah. So yeah, let's go ahead and let's get into these verses. These verses are going to help to actually give like a context to what our, our heart is for the podcast. Um, and then later on, we're going to get into uh, some of me and Dev's uh, life stories just real quick. Yeah. So so the first verse that we have, and uh, like he was saying, like these verses is just what this podcast is about. The first one is Romans ten seventeen. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. So um, just what this podcast is about is like we just really want to build people up and and not so much that we're doing it, but we want God to use us to really just flow through us and build other Christians up in their faith and especially Christians around our age, because we know that it could be tough. You know what I mean? It could be Absolutely. tough with with all this going on and, and um, you know, just the, the temptation that comes for people around our age and. You know, we just want people to really grow in their faith and just increase in the wisdom and the knowledge of God to really walk it out with him and to not live like a, you know, just like an average, you know, not an average life, but just to live for the glory of God and to truly know him. Because when you come to the faith and you come to the Lord, it's just it's better than anything you could ever describe, you know, and a lot mm -hmm. of people don't think that because they see all the things in the world and they think that, the, you know, it's just. You, they get comfortable in that. But when you really experience the love of God and, and really come to know who he is, it's better than anything the world could ever offer you as, you know, as far as money, drugs, sex outside of marriage, all those things. So that's the first one. Yeah. No, I like that. I love that verse, Romans ten seventeen. Um, this one is one of my, like, probably one of my top uh, favorite Proverbs. Um, and so uh, this is Proverbs 25, verse 11. And it says, like apples of gold in settings of silver, is a word spoken at the right time. And I've had this uh, Proverbs like continuously been something I always go back to because in times of need and, and whatever, I need that that word from the Lord. I need that that encouragement uh, from a fellow believer or something to kind of keep me like to help me keep my eyes on him. And God's been that right word. Uh, people have been through that have been that right word for me um, and just getting in God's word has been the right word at the right time and so that's what we're really praying is that this podcast would be the right word at the right time for whoever is listening to help encourage you to build you up so that you can be everything that God has called you to be and to believe in his goodness you know I'm well said I like that you like that sound a lot good. better than mine <laughs> all right and uh, the last verse that we have is 2nd Timothy uh, 3 16 through 17 all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God and woman of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So this is kind of just going based off of like what we've been saying. The word of God sharper than any, you know, sharper than any two-edged sword. Um, it's living and active. And that's what we want people to realize. Uh, you know, people who've been in the faith for a long time, people who are new in the faith, people who don't even walk with the Lord yet. We just want everybody to know that the Bible is living and active and mm -hmm. that it's sharpening any two-edged sword, meaning that, you know, it comes in and, and, and it rips up the, the bad and it brings in the good, you know, because it's it's living. It's the word of God, the creator. So, yeah. So oh, that's good. And even that last part of that verse where it says um, that the man of God or woman of God may be complete, equipped for every good work, mm. you know. 
um, equipped for everything that uh, that you're called to do, you know? That's good. So That's good. Yeah, these are some verses to highlight, but this is really the heart of it, you know? Yeah. Um, and this is completely all uh, Holy Spirit-led. Like, we're not coming up using, like, our own wisdom, but this is all through the wisdom of the Holy Spirit and how He's guiding us because we know that I don't really know what you need. Devin doesn't really know what you need, but the Holy Spirit does. Amen. You know? Yeah. And so we're uh, all, everything's, uh, um, you know, flowing from that beautiful place. So. Yeah. So uh, what we're getting into today, we don't want to start off just like, you know, with a teaching. We kind of want to let, I mean, some of y'all might know us, you know what I mean? Personally, some may not, but we just want everybody to kind of understand where we come from. Um, you know how the Lord kind of gripped our hearts, uh, you know, previously how we walked uh, before Jesus and, you know, where he called us, how he called us, how it looked and uh, where we're at now. So we're just going to give a little background. Nothing too long, but yeah. Nice. So Sweet. you can start off. Yeah, I'm going to start off. I'm going to get into the testimony. Before that, I'm going to start off with some prayer. All right. So, God, Father, I just want to thank you um, for the opportunity for this uh, and that this would be something, Lord God, that would uh, uh, cause many, Lord God, to grow in you, Lord God. As, as a tree uh, goes uh, grows deeper into the ground with its roots going deeper, may you uh, be that, Lord God. May you uh, grow uh, all of us, Lord God, me, Dev, all the who are listening deep into the, into the roots, Lord God, that we may grow and be nurtured, Lord God, into your goodness. So may you guide us, Lord God, guide our words, and may you receive all the glory. Amen. Amen. All right. Um, so, man, uh, so I'm just going to give like a little update. I'm not, I'm not going to spend a long time with this. Uh, just kind of like uh, who I am and where, you know, basically how I am the new creation gauge <laughs> the new creation. i don't know how else to say that i know um so uh you know i grew up in like deep in in the country i'm country. talking about hillbilly like <laughs> you know put tobacco in your lip you know biscuits and gravy chicken Ooh. fried gravy the, you know what i mean the cornfields my my uh my grandfather he like was a deputy sheriff uh, <laughs> i'm so serious that's always the funniest part <laughs> Uh, you know, he used to, he was a tobacco farmer. My mom grew up on that farm and then my mom moved to New York, met my dad. And then I actually, they, and I was born in New York and then they went back. And the funny thing was that actually I, I grew up on that farm, you know, so I'm helping my dad keep the cows in the fence. You know what I mean? You know, just doing that thing. And I grew up in football. So, um, always been in the Lord in some form or fashion, but uh, I wouldn't, I would not at all say I was saved at all. Mm. Uh, I was sleeping around. I was, uh, um, you know, uh, Smoking that weed, you know what I mean? <laughs> Smoking that stuff. I started selling a little bit, you know what I mean? A uh, heavy drinker. Um, and just, you know, I think the, yeah, I mean, I th nothing nothing out of the ordinary for what people are doing nowadays, you know what I mean? But um, um, basically, I got saved about five years ago. And as soon as I got saved, that was probably like in 2000, yeah, 2015 when I got saved. And as soon as I got saved, I got put right into ministry and I became a youth pastor. Mm. which is crazy. Like, I don't understand still to this day how that even happened. Yeah, that's wild. Um, you know, and then uh, I had a stuttering problem, prayed for two weeks. The Lord uh, healed me of my stuttering problem, mm. you know, because it was really bad, like mm. really, really bad. Um, and then from there, um, I started to become that youth pastor. And so as I'm teaching, I'm literally learning the Bible as I'm teaching them. And so I would just teach. And then uh, the youth group went from like five people to like over 25 to 30 people we actually had to move from the youth room down into the cafeteria to be able to host all the people um and That's so crazy yeah like it was uh wow. it was it was honestly surreal like and you're brand new to the faith brand new to the faith. That's crazy it was crazy <laughs> honestly to this day i'm like that was probably like 
the, one of the craziest seasons of my life. Like, pretty crazy. Do you think, like, the pa- like who who let you, like, get that position? Like, the pastors of that church? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I well, <laughs> I mean, they were, like, they, I mean, if I, I'm, I'm going to go back, like, to how they were now, like, where I'm at spiritually now, and, like, mm-hmm. the knowledge I have on the Word. They really weren't following the Bible, like, how they were called to. Okay. Um, but there was something in her that just was like, okay, we can't find a, a youth pastor. People keep coming in. People keep going away. Don't really know what to do. And I believe it was honestly the Lord. Like, the Lord mm-hmm. was just, like, you know, highlighted me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was at this place where I met a friend who spoke the gospel to me. That's my man, Micah. Micah Shout Perry. out Micah, man. My, yeah, my man. And Peeper 3. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and he spoke the gospel to me, and I just started to burn inside. I was like, yeah, like, I know Jesus. And and uh, as I started to grow in my friendship with Micah um, at my job, uh, he just really discipled me. Uh, and we became, it wasn't like he just discipled me, but we became really, really close friends, mm-hmm. like really good friends. And I, that's really an aspect of all discipleship is that you become friends, you know? Um, and it's not just someone just shoving something down your throat. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's relationship. That's you big. Know? That's big. So it was, uh, I had a lot of relationships and I had a lot of amazing people around my life. And it was through there that from being a youth pastor, um, I ended up, I ended up getting fired from that job, which is crazy. And one of the reasons, I mean, uh, we'll probably break down that later, but I basically, their theology of the Bible didn't match with my theology of the Bible. Um, and you know, it was, it was, but your theology was like biblical. It was my, and that's the, the wild part. Exactly. Yeah. My theology was biblical and I can get into the details of that, but that was basically what happened. They let me go. And then from there I started having, you know, youth groups at my house. Um, and then we would used to fill my basement with people. And I've been doing that for about five years. Like basically it's been five years now. I still do that. Um, and that's holy. I mean, that's, that's literally where the Lord started gripping my life. I mean, I didn't go to church when I started going to your place at all. Like I wasn't in the church yet. I didn't know anything about the Lord. I never wanted to go. I mean, I remember my friend Baruch would literally ask me every single Wednesday, like, bro, come, come. And I'm like, bro, like literally every Wednesday, I was looking forward to him hitting me up and like me rejecting him flat out. And I remember like he'll hit me up every Wednesday and I'm like, bro, like I'm tired today, got off of work. I'm just trying to chill or I'm going to go ball. I'm going to go do this, go do that. And yeah, so the Lord was definitely working on that, but I'll let you continue. No, that was great. I mean, even just the heart of Baruch to like, consistently like ask you every Wednesday for a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then to see the fruit of it and now look at you like helping to like uh grow others in the faith. You know what yeah. I mean? And just where you're at, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean it's it's beautiful. Yeah. You know? But um I'd probably say that's uh um the Lord I'd probably say the last thing uh that I'll probably bring up is uh I mean the Lord's called me to be a pastor like full in in and out like I feel that call heavy to be just to just oversee to to disciple to help people uh, really understand the word and to burn for that, you know? Um, I mean, there's many aspects of it, but that's like the overall thing. And, and the Lord, uh, I'll share this uh, story. Like the Lord called me to be a pastor through me, actually through a prayer. I said, Mm. um, if you can, I was like, Lord, uh, give me a vision, give me a dream or speak to me or give someone else a dream, a vision or speak to them about who I'm called to be. And the prayer was, is that I need to know what I'm called to do so that I can live that out. Because if I don't know what to do, like, I, I'm just running blind, you know? And I, I just, I, I'm asking for that wisdom, God. Like, let me know what I'm called to do. Yeah. So three days I pray that. Mm. And after the three days that I pray that, um, this Spanish lady comes up to me uh, from this food pantry I was helping out with at the church that I was a youth pastor at. 
Uh, and I was having, she comes up to me, like not even good morning, nothing just walks right up to me. And she's just like, you're called to be a pastor. Mm. And I was like, whew, I was like, I did not tell anybody what I was praying for. That's funny. Know? And, uh, she said, I saw you on a, uh, I had this dream last night that you were on a stage uh, and you were preaching the word of God and, and you were just happy and there were like multiple people and people were just growing in the Lord and, and that moved me. And then she even said like your siblings, like, do you have siblings? I was like, yeah, I do have siblings. I, I got three awesome siblings. Um, and they were like, uh, I saw your siblings sitting in the, um, sitting in, in the pews. And I was like, wow. And she didn't know I had siblings, you mm. know, which was crazy. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the Lord usually will confirm you know, things, uh, with two or more witnesses, mm -hmm. you know, is what it says in scripture. So later on that day, I had a good friend of mine whose name is Brian Gomez. Uh, I was, yeah, uh, yeah my man, Brian, yeah. be red. You know? <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, Brian came up to me, uh, at, at this youth thing and he was like, Hey bro, like uh, I was passing some churches today and you came to mind, like, and have you ever thought about becoming a pastor? Um, and I was like, dang, bro. And I literally just had the, the Spanish lady like come up to me and say that to me today. So I knew without a doubt, like I'm called to be a pastor. So, mm. um, and that's what I've been doing. So, yeah. That's tough. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I'm going to share. All yeah. right. That's cool. That was, that was super quick, man. Um, and I just want to say before I get into mine, like this dude literally embodies the characteristics of like a pastor. Like when you look at scripture and you, you read like the book of Titus and you read like Timothy and it's like, you know, the apostle Paul, you know, uh, sending letters to them, um, you know, just telling them how to like order their church, how a church should be ordered, how it should look, how they treat the members, how the, the members are supposed to treat other members, how the members are supposed to honor the pastor with funds and, and just all that stuff. And I think like literally when you look at scripture and, and you look at what uh, an overseer what a what what a elder of a church is supposed to look like you embody that the way that you love people the way that you know you talk to others the way that you're passionate not passionate but patient and also passionate too about you know what the lord has called you to do and to do his will and and just your kindness and stuff like that your gentleness so i could keep on going but i just wanted to let y'all know that literally it's not like you know what i mean this dude just heard like oh you're a pastor and he just ran with it like the guy is anointed god has definitely blessed him but yeah so Dang. We'll get into that later. I appreciate that. Yeah, nah, Man, for sure. I'm for shedding sure. tears over here. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> He's about to fall out in the spirit, huh? That's <laughs> all right. Come here. Let me pray for you. I'm going to lay hands on you. <laughs> but nah, though. So just to get into mine, uh, I'm going to try to make it short. Um, so yeah, 1997, Devin was born. Oh, here we go. December 17th. Oh, man. I you got feel popcorn. me? Huh? I got popcorn. <laughs> so nah, but... Uh, so yeah, born December 17, 1997. I don't know why I'm starting out this way, but um so yeah, was born to teenage parents. My mom was 16, my dad was 19, so of course they were young, had me super young. Um first child, of course. Um mom still lived at home with her mom, so that's how I ended up getting raised by a grandmother um all my whole life pretty much. Not that my mom couldn't take care of me. It was just the situation. Uh my grandma raised four girls, so she always wanted a boy. Um yeah. I was the boy that she got, you know. So thank the Lord. Um so that's how I started. Uh, lived with both of them for a while. Um, never really grew up in the faith. The only person in the faith in my family was kind of my grandfather. And he was never the type to like force you or like preach it to you. It was just kind of like you look at his life. You could tell that he's clean cut and, you know, you just go from there. So I never really got preached to. Um, never went to church. Well, I did. A, I'm not going to lie. But like never did. Went a couple times. I remember going to like a Bible school, Bible class when I was probably like elementary. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have any really memories from that besides the paper that said I graduated and I felt accomplished. No, <laughs> so that was pretty much it. 
Um, so never really had anything to do with the church, uh, knew about the Lord and knew that God was real, just never really submitted or never had anybody guide me. You know what I mean? So it was mm -hmm. just kind of that, um, grew up, um, had my fair share and, you know, uh, smoking, uh, females and, and just a whole bunch of other stuff. A lot uh, of females. Totally doing that. Um, and then just to kind of go deeper, uh, my dad got locked up in 2011, the summer of me going into freshman year. So my dad has been locked up since before I was even in high school. Mm. So never really was raised by a male, always was raised by uh, women. Um, shout out to the women, you feel Come me? They did, a, they did a great mind. job. But uh, yeah, so raised by grandma, dad wasn't around, never really walked with the Lord. Um, let's just skip to high school. Um, high school, I think is really when I first started getting convicted about the Lord, but I just kind of was like shedding it down just, you know, with the women and everything else that was going on thinking, trying to portray to be somebody I never really was for real. And that's probably the thing that I think that's a passion also that the Lord has given me for people. Cause I see a lot of beautiful people mm -hmm. and not to say that they're not beautiful because of what they're doing, but it's like what God wants to do through you is amazing. And mm -hmm. only if you submit and give in and honestly receive what he has for you and receive the love that he gives and receive the death of Jesus on the cross and taste and see that the Lord is good. You would never want to go back. Good word. So that, that's just me getting off tangent. But um, mm. yeah, so uh, just always shedding the Lord down, shedding the conviction of the Holy Spirit down. Um, I think I ended up it was probably when I went to alternative school. I ended up I went to Blake High School um for three almost like two and a half years 11th grade i remember man all my friends we were all getting shipped out like two of them <laughs> i think i think two of them transfer schools i got sent to alternative school so i ended up going to uh, blair g ewing also known as mark twain um where it's probably like 50 kids in one school four per class if that so I'm talking about you see the same people every single day. Like, I ain't yeah. trying to see these stinking people. I'm just playing. <laughs> but, but you feel me? So I'm going there, and then that's when I really remember, like, I'll be listening to music. And I think it was really because me being away from, you know, regular school, going to school out Rockville, like, you're not seeing the same people as consistently anymore. Mm -hmm. So I think all of that clouded, that, 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 that blindness that was over me, got removed and the Lord started speaking to me. Like I remember listening to like music and I'm just, I'm not even going to throw out the artist, but I remember specifically one song that I loved. And I remember I was listening to it on the bus, on the short bus, on the way home the from school. Oh, <laughs> and I remember, yeah. I remember hearing like, don't listen to this song. And I'm like, why can I listen to this song with a clean conscience? Mm. And I always wonder like, what the heck is going on? But you know, just to make it short, it was the Lord. The Lord was definitely gripping my life. And it's crazy because I've never got preached to about Jesus ever before from what I remember. I remember sometimes going out with my other grandmother who did not raise me on my father's side. She would take me out and occasionally like we'd go out to eat and she want to pray over the food. And I remember that being weird because I didn't do that. So just little things like that. So I think uh, what really with the with the shifting point was was probably just the Lord really just speaking to me in his own way. And I remember it was one time I just had a plate of food in my hand. And I remember looking at it like, man, this food look good. Why don't I ever pray over my food? And that was probably the first time I really like prayed for real. And then um, 
Yeah, that's how it just really started. That's how praying started. Uh, I had a little brother who passed away at birth. So I remember feeling like really just burdened by that years after. And I don't know why. But then again, it was the Lord. And I remember like that's what got me on my knees and starting to pray. Mm -hmm. And I remember I would start praying and I kind of like pray to him, like my guardian angel and, you know, protect me, the family and da, 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 da. So I'm praying to him like he's God. Nope. So it's crazy. Like as time goes on, um, I remember walking in my in, in the house one day and I walk in my grandma's room and to know and everybody who know Nana, y'all know she ain't never really read like that back in the day. You feel me? Man. So seeing a Bible on Nana's bed on my grandma's bed, I'm like, you know, what's going on? I'm like, what is this? She's like, oh, it's a verse that I like to read every once in a while. So I'm like intrigued by it. I'm like, oh, can I take it and, you know, like see what's up? So I remember every single night I would sleep with the Bible in my bed. And that's all I thought I had to do to be saved. Cuddle with that thing. Literally. That's the only thing. So little by little, I remember I'd follow like Twitter pages about Bi- about the Bible. And it was one specific Twitter page where like they would tweet uh daily. They would tweet daily uh verses. And um, I would read the verses and, 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 you know, I would read them completely out of context, of course, because they were super random. But that really helped me in my faith because that was building kind of like a conviction for me to read to mm-hmm. read more. Oh, yeah, so that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, shorter notice ended up going back to regular school. That was good. I remember like I came out to regular school and I remember even people was kind of noticing that I was more chilled out and different. So that was really good. The Lord was definitely working, graduated, um, start working still messing with women and I was really getting convicted about it. And I think that's a, a kind of a way that the Lord was speaking to me was kind of in my sin, which is crazy. And that mm. kind of takes you to the verse, like, wow, yet we were still sinners. Christ died for us because we're in the midst of our sin. And the Lord is still being faithful. Like, I love you. I'm calling you. Jesus died for you. You may not even understand, but I can see the end from the beginning. And I'm, I'm trying to grip you so you can be with me for eternity. Mm. And it's like, just little by little, man. And then it just came to a point where I think, uh, like we mentioned, Baruch was inviting me, uh, and I met him also at turn- alternative school, which is crazy. Like, yeah. I met this guy at alternative school out of all people. Mm-hmm. And he was a guy who would preach to me occasionally. And I'm just thinking, you know, it's corny and stuff like that. And um, he would invite me week by week to to go to the Bible study that you hosted. And I'm just like, man, I'm not trying to go there. I remember one time we were in the car. I remember he was talking to you. Um, I think you asked to pray for him. And I'm like, yo, this guy is crazy. This dude is praying for yeah. somebody over the phone. And this is probably like 2017. So not that far, not that long mm-hmm. ago. Yeah, not too long. Um, so I remember him praying for, for Baruch. I remember Gage praying for Baruch on the phone. And I'm just like, yo, this dude's weird, man. So <laughs> I remember I ended up... Uh, I ended up going to the Bible study, man. It was amazing. I remember my first time, I was like, what the heck is going on? But I remember it was really good. The Lord would convict me to go back again and again and again. At the same time, I was dealing with a female. Um, it, it wasn't like we were going super far, but it was still very sinful. Definitely yeah. sinful. Very mm-hmm. blinding me to the truth. Um, I ended up praying a prayer that I really didn't mean. I wasn't sincere about. I asked God, if this is not your will, take her away. And I did not mean it one bit. (laughs) He took it away. And this is kind of where we're at. Um, I started going to church with you in Virginia. New song. Shout out to New Song, man. New song. Um, And yeah, so this is where it's at. And I think the Lord has just given me a grace to run and never look back. And it's nothing that I could take. um, I can't can't take credit for any of it. Because, I mean, it's still times where I think like, who am I? Like, where did this guy come from? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's only by the grace of God. And grace is something that, grace is something giving that we do not deserve. And I think a lot of people don't understand what grace is. And it's literally grace is something given to you that you did not deserve. 
So when when people speak of God's grace, it's him giving you something you did not you were not supposed to earn. You did not deserve. And I never deserve what I have right now as like relating to faith, me loving him, all that. It was all given by him and it's all given through Jesus mm. because Jesus getting on that cross is like the most important thing. And it's just, a you know, it's it's something that I can't really explain. But um, so, yeah, that's where we're at. Now we're here, man. <laughs> I was about to do that. Start from the bottom. <laughs> let me stop. Let me stop. Yeah. That was great. That yeah. was great, man. Um. So, guys, um, this is basically kind of just giving an intro about who me as Gage, uh, who am I and who Devin is and yep. our hearts for the Lord and, and our desire to really weren't. And, you know, I want to say this, that our, our really our hearts is um, not to build something that 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 is our own thing that becomes something. It's it's honestly like we're a, a part of the body of Christ that we're we're all intertwined with with the complete body to help raise up to mm -hmm. make his name famous to make jesus's name famous yeah. you know and so we're going to talk about you know our mess ups we're going to talk about um you know uh um a variety of different topics from mm -hmm. relationships from sex from drugs from uh things with sexuality things going into uh uh, uh sin and the heart of jesus and and uh, grace and um, you know, we're even going to you know, talk about one episode going into horoscopes. I mean, a variety of different yeah. types of things. Um, and so, um, and the Lord's going to just, he's just guiding us in this whole path. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really just about, I mean, cause I think a lot of people in our, especially around our age group, they just think that Christian is not fun. They think being oh, a Christian is, it's just not it. Yeah. And I think the thing that we want to let people know is like that we're not perfect. Yeah. And that this is a journey. This is a walk that we're walking out with our Lord Jesus Christ and that it is a great journey and yeah. that the, it's a love that you cannot explain. It's a love that you so can true. never get from anybody else. It's a feeling that can that that nothing else in this world could ever feel that you would always have a void for Jesus Christ. And I Amen. think we just want to let you guys know that. And it's also it's not even to bash you like to, to, to you know, like kind of Bible thump or anything like that. It's honestly to just let people know the truth and, and just, you know, so you can understand that Jesus is a real living, you know, being that he he he, he hears, he sees and he loves you. And that's really just it. Man. You know? Yeah. So good. So yep. good. So uh, from here, um, if we can. Um, I think uh, Devin's going to go ahead and, and uh, close this in prayer. Then we're uh, just going to do a quick update on what our next episode will be. So, Father, we just come before you. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the opportunity you have given us, God, to even do this podcast. But, Lord, most importantly, we thank you. Um, We thank you, God, for giving us just we thank you for everybody who's listening, everybody who's tuning in. Mm -hmm. Father, I ask that you would bless everybody who uh, can hear this right now. Lord, I ask that you would bless their family. You would bless their friends. Father, I ask that you would increase them in their faith. Lord God, I ask that Amen. your grace and your mercies and your compassion, God, in the depths of your love, Lord God, would fill their hearts right now, Lord. I pray, God, that it would fill their mind, Lord God, that it would fill their inner being, Lord God. I pray, Lord, that you would just... um. Just embrace them with your outstretched arms, Lord God. I pray that you would just uh, just spiritually wrap your arms around them, Lord God, that you would, you would just bring them to your son, Jesus Christ, so they could just really encounter you in new ways, Lord God. Father, may you just let them know that you love them. And Father, um, we just thank you, God. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise, Lord God, and our Lord Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. 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 Well, guys, uh, thank you for listening to Immersed Podcast with Gage and Devin. 
Um, I want to let you know our next episode, we're going to be talking about the beauty of Jesus and the ugliness of sin. Ooh. Yeah, Johnny's going to be fire. It's, it's going to be, be good. Fire. It's, it's going to be, be good. good. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. So yeah, um, we plan on having uh, some shows uh, coming out uh, weekly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we hope to have you guys along with the journey uh, to grow in the amazing, beautiful, radical love of Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, man. This been cool. It is. This has been cool. All right, party people. We'll talk to you. All right, guys. Peace. All right.